My stripes show like regiments, military intelligence, murder game. I leave no evidence, credentials. Go ask my preschool, even talk to my old principal. He tell you how I used to pack a number two pencil. Stabbing students, grabbing teachers, Catholics, preachers. In the school staircase, cutting class, passing my real mom in class. Operation return, they tried to say I was incompetent, not able to learn. The table turned now, got my own label I earned. Like the dead and dead presidents, money to burn. Queensbridge pay homage, respect. Nas is a vet, acknowledge the rep. Pilots, baguettes, is this and that, I'm just the best Putting all balance to rest Between Latin kings and blood, la sangre Blood is Spanish, so many thugs vanish Unite the system, the fight within the street wisdom To help teach a prison oh, oh, Anyone test and pun must die Just give me one try Now you know you don't fuck one ride Ha, you ain't got no wins in me casa Take that thigh side, you ain't even in my class I, I hate an actor that plays a rapper I'm Trevor Squad, Beta Kappa Everybody's favorite rapper Grand Imperial College material Insane criminal, the same who known to blow out your brain mineral. I reign subliminal besides your visual. Try to supply your physical, but my spiritual side of us lyrical. I'll appear in your dreams like Freddy do, no kidding you. Even if I stuttered, I would still shh sh- 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 When you soon as I chitter chatter, you sh- shatter. I'm the kid out of the Bronx that'll stomp you to death like it didn't matter. I'm even better than before. In the metaphors, killers better than all I'm punk. One verse, dead of John Blaze. Subject to change, I mess around and spit 12 at the driver's side door, your range. Six hit you, the other six up in your dame. Mafia style, leave you with your watch and your chain. So take heed that, not only can I flow, I can aim. Cause y'all misdemeanor and e can't stay in the rain. Better believe that, whenever I see y'all, I'ma test ya. Only cause I know that you don't expect pressure. Hardcore like you never get kicked out the yard for. Kiss ain't the cops, but I lie, I lie up. You can meet me in my cell, I soap and sock, I suck. Far as the flow go, you can let your dough show, put your money on the table, we can battle on cable, Yeah, hot dog or just get Nathan's, so hit around with Jason, that shorty from the lot, John Blazer. My son, cool out, what? don't beef, yo, throw the tool out, let's run these moves and kidnap, they work, make them move out, crush hash, hands is like glass, keep the heat in the dash, did some dirt for some work, caught a gas, the flicker rocker, wicked sneaker rocker, footwear, strike me out, guard stacking up joints, rack them like foot locker, this is raw, raw like now, okay, represent, hit a Crenshaw, hold my word, stronger than the Ben store, Relentless, the anthology consolidated with the quickness. Dress up in the wig and blouse, feeling sickness. Lex imagination, large go cards. Meet the boulder squad, brains that connect. Put on the older guard, specialist, icicleist. Wool rich collar, feeling the rich. Work for a dollar, don't snitch. That's why broke world two got hard guards. Sign them up, start the wind up. We John Blazing, dawning in the lineup. Simple mathematics, you gotta love us. Cause Joey Crack plus Gad equals a lot of dead motherfuckers. Just when you thought I was done, I recruited pun. Terror squad and the prize, undisputed done. I'm from the slums where it's worse. What's my good girl till it hurts? For my funds on the first and go to church like a mobster. Discuss your death over shrimp and lobster. With my Cuban partners, Lucas with the cartridge. 20 shot, run up on any block. Disrespect any cop. Used to run many spots, now I own shops. Cortex with the lock. 564 bills a pop. I'm hot. Who wanna get burned? I five wanna get nod and watch a hoe for her head turn. You best learn to parlay. I've had a hard day. It's all with the dawn and get John Blaze. 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 John Blaze.
WSJU Radio, DJ Mad Max on air here. We have a very special guest in the building tonight. Yer. Hot 97's own. Hip-Hop Mike, what's up? Hip-Hop Mike, <laughs> double HM. <laughs> you know what it is. What's up, Max? How you doing, bro? Not much. I'm doing pretty good. How about you tonight? I'm chilling, man. I appreciate you bringing me through St. John's campus, taking me to the Starbucks. Oh, I'm feeling real good about this coffee right now, this show. <laughs> about to have a good time. Definitely. You know, I had to get you up here. I mean, we've been connecting all summer. I've been waiting to get this done. I appreciate you still supporting me and reaching out. All day, man. You out here doing your thing. Killing it. I appreciate appreciate that a lot. And you're doing a lot of stuff tonight. You got a few interviews coming up tonight, too. I do. I have a couple of artists coming through um, at Hot 97, so I'm going to head there after this and knock Mm -hmm. those out, and I'm going to go home and chill. Mm -hmm. You want to shout out those interviews? Um, I can shout out my man Partisan Fontaine. Big up to him stopping by. Um, My man Mel D. Cole is going to come through and talk about his new photography book. Um, He's shot some of, like, the coolest artists, like... From Mac Miller to Method Man, like okay. the, I mean, you name it. If they're an artist, he shot them. So <laughs> um, I'm definitely gonna sit with him and a couple others that I can't say yet, but it will be dope. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> now we all know that you are Queens native. Yes, sir. Born in Queens. That's um, right. Raised between Brooklyn, Long Island, all over the place. Also, oh, you've been all over everywhere. Boroughs. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, I'm from Connecticut, so what was it like growing up in Queens? Oh, I mean, Queens was dope, man. Like, honestly, as a kid, like, I was super young, but my grandparents lived on 92nd and Astoria Boulevard. We had, like, a dope Burger King up the block that had, like, the playpen, so we'd be in there, like, on the two for five, or it's probably, like, two for three, like, uh, bacon, egg, and cheeses, and then just be hanging out, man. I remember, like, I mean, just being around, like, the mixtape scene and, like, Jamaica Ave. Like, Queens has always been dope, man. I, I love New York just in general. Mm-hmm. I think, like, there's so much good energy out here. You're a New York guy, and you also love hip-hop. I do love hip-hop. Most that, of the time. Really? Only most of the time. When, when do you not like hip-hop? Um, I don't like hip-hop when... It's a good question. <laughs> uh, I guess there's moments. I have my moments where it's like I'm not listening to hip-hop and I'll listen to other stuff. But, like, I mean, predominantly I like hip-hop the most. It depends. You know, sometimes you see a lot of crazy things in this game, and it'll turn you off to it. But, like, I'm always turned back on quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, you say you listen to other stuff. What do you listen to, like, R&B, reggae, rock? Everything. I listen to, like, you name it. Like, there's country music. I can listen to EDM. I okay. listen to pop, alternative, just, like, anything that sounds dope, anything that, like, you know, has a nice vibe to it, I'll ride around to it for sure. That's interesting. A lot of people <laughs> are close-minded, though. Yeah, no, you got to be open-minded, I feel like. Like, especially, you know, as somebody that works in music, it's like you have to always figure out, you know, what sounds are next or where people are kind of leaning. So I think, you know, to be well-rounded, you have to kind of understand all different genres. That's right. Now, who are some <laughs> of your favorite artists from other genres? Uh, from other genres? Which one do you want me to start with? How about R&B? R&B? R&B, to be honest, is probably what I listen to the least, but I like some older stuff. I like, like... I mean, it's probably not that much older, but like the Avants. Um, I really liked like Jay Holiday. 
Mm. So like stuff like that. Um, I say like the most I probably listen to is like rock stuff, and I've been listening to like Blink One Eighty Two, which is like a throwback. Okay. I listen to like anything on on ninety two three. I know I'm on Hot ninety seven, but like ninety two three has been playing some heat, like with the alternative. So I listen to like all that. My my friend Scally has a playlist called Chill Playlist, and we just run through it, and it's like songs from like different shows, like TV shows that you Shazam or like just all kinds of music, man. I'm I'd say for country, I like like. Um, I'm curious about this one. Bill Bill Carrington's my guy. Darius Rucker. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's tough. Up here we have a big hip-hop audience, so a lot of people don't like country. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of rap heads out here. Yeah, a lot of rap heads. <laughs> and you're one of them. I'm definitely one of them. Definitely one of them working at Hot 97, the best in the business. Yes, sir. That's a that's, fact. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. And now your name is Hip Hop Mike. What made you choose that name? Um, Twitter made me choose that name. Honestly, I was on um, Twitter trying to sign up for like a new account, and because Rosenberg told me he's like, you need a Twitter, you need an Instagram, you need a Facebook. So I signed up for Twitter, and um, I put my name in like a name generator, and it was like, what do you like? And I was like, hip hop. It was like, what's your name, Mike? And it just came out. Oh, and that's how you chose it. Yeah, they were calling me Doughboy before that because I was like super into pizza. And, oh yeah. And Cipher Sounds used to call me Doughboy, and I hated it because I was like, I'm so chubby. And I'm like, Doughboy definitely is gonna get the wrong impression because <laughs> nobody else knows I'm into pizza. So I'm glad they're not calling me Doughboy, um, and that hip hop mic stuck. But now I'd like to just be like Mike Turk or something because I feel like just saying I'm hip hop only is like puts me in a box, even though hip hop is my favorite. Mm. Hip hop is definitely touching a certain audience because there's a different sound in every hip-hop wave you got the trap you got the what do they call it the drill music i i don't even know how many different like variations of the genre there are like i mean you it, there's definitely trap there's definitely you know rap but it, it's like there's so many layers now that it's hard to say and then you got the old school hip-hop and the lyrical hip-hop that definitely many artists are capable of doing today you got kendrick lamar j cole you know it all yeah, Dave I mean, East. I think Kendrick and Cole are, like, great examples, too, especially shout-out to Cole. Cole went here, right? Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure Cole yeah. went to St. John's. Yeah. Big up to Cole. Um, I think that, you know, the fact that somebody like Cole or Kendrick is able, was able to be, like, influenced by the older stuff and apply that kind of thoughtful, like, lyricism to their art and not necessarily just bite off the older stuff and, like, apply it to the newer beats, like, reinvent the production is incredible. Like I think it's awesome that we have artists that are that are around that you know still hold value in that, but at the same time I like that there are also artists fighting that. But the fact that it's <laughs> under the same genre is crazy. Yeah, like I can't think of many genres that are like that. Do you think rap should be two genres? Because I've been had um, this many discussions about this before. Because you got the trap music, and then people are like, "Well, that's not hip hop. Hip hop came from lyrics." To be honest, it's it's hard to say if it should have more than one genre because I think what's so amazing about rap is that it's just like it is what you make it. Like it doesn't have a clean cut kind of sound. It's not like, oh, this is what rap is. Like you could listen to rap music and be like, oh no, nah, that's rock and roll. You could listen to it and be like, that's EDM. So it's like the fact that it, you can't put a label on it I think is awesome. But at the same time, I do think that like the OGs deserve some respect when calling it like like for bars. Like, I think, like, hip-hop and rap are, like, like, rap should be kind of held to, like, a higher standard. Hip-hop could be anything you want it to be. Okay. Because there ain't really kids so rapping So you see it as rap and <laughs> hip-hop is two different things, then? 
Kinda. I mean, I uh, essentially it's the same thing. But like for me, I think I when I hear the word rap, I think more of like the bars. Mm. When I hear hip hop, I think more like a fun like kind of. It, it's like the production, the bounce of it. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's exactly like there's definitely the sub the subgenres, but like I would put trap under hip hop before I put it under rap. Okay, that's an interesting take. I've never heard that take before. No, no, I never heard that take. Everyone puts it under hip hop. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it makes sense though. I mean, that's just how I feel about it. And you know, there's a lot of dope artists out here. Whether they're doing trap, that's how they feel. That's what they like to do. They please their audience that way. Now, you also have artists out here who don't respect the pioneers and the OGs, such as Kodak Black, which he said, well said. That, which he said uh, that Tupac and Biggie, he should be on their level or whatever. He should be considered in their class with Nas I mean, as well. I, I don't know. I just don't get it. But I assume that it's just trolling. Like, you can't possibly think that you're on that same level. And, like, maybe fame-wise, like, with the internet and all that, like, it's it's possible he's, like, just as famous to some extent, mm-hmm. like, now as they were at the time. But that's, like, being, like, you know, as a rapper now, like, I'm as big as Jay-Z. It's, like, imagine if those guys could have kept going what they'd be doing. Because, I mean, God forbid, and, like, thank God we didn't, but, like, if Hove were gone, you know, before his time, Who's to say that he would have reached the levels he reached and that people wouldn't be out here saying the same? Mm. So it's like I get Kodak being like maybe he's like the modern day big or Pac, but like it makes me sick to my stomach to eat. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sick too because my show is based on real lyrics, dope artists with the lyrics that still represent that old school sound. But right. I also really yeah, I also I also give attention to some dope trap artists as well. Because I do like some trap artists out here. Who are some of your favorite trap artists? My, some of my favorite trap artists. Ooh, that's tough. I like Gucci Mane. Okay, Gucci. Gucci Mane isn't bad. I like Gucci. Uh, let's see who else. <laughs> yeah, Denzel Curry. I do like. You know, you know who my favorite artist right now is. Who's your favorite artist? Trippy Red. Trippy Red. Yup. Okay. Because he's super diverse. How do you feel about Lil Uzi Vert? Lil Uzi? Retiring. I think, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't know why he retired. I assume it's just, like, bad label stuff, so I can't knock it. I, I'm sure he's making music somewhere, but it's, like, there's a difference between, like, being an artist and an entertainer, and, like, I'm not knocking him for not wanting to be an entertainer. Mm. But Kodak, to me, that statement just, like, had me, like, <laughs> almost because, like, Nas... You? Nas Biggie and Tupac are on a whole other world to me. And for him to, himself to put that in that, I mean, I get that he may be a troll or whatever, but then when he came out and said that well, Tupac you, and you, Biggie are only legends because they died, I'm like, what? I, I love, really like what YBN Corday is doing, where it's like I think he's probably more— That's right. I was reading about him. Like he's more of like how a Biggie or Tupac would have been, but like maybe not as big like as Poppin', maybe like not as famous, but like— just quality of music-wise and bars-wise. But, like, Kodak is the Tupac of his world. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing is I think people are kind of in their own worlds now. Social media changed it so much. So it's, like, it's hard to knock what anybody's saying, especially when you have so many people trolling and just saying outrageous stuff. Like, we don't know if he actually even believes that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just talking and then we're here talking about it, and it's, like, he kind of wins. So, I mean, I get the approach, It's but it's, like... 
I, I don't want to talk politics on this show, but it's a syndrome. No, go ahead. That's, you can. I, I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> half of your people to tune out. But, like, it's it's a syndrome that I think is bleeding throughout more than just hip-hop. I think that across the board, a lot of people are saying a lot of outrageous things to get attention and, you know, stay in positions where they're able to kind of make moves and do what they got to do. So Kind of like 6 9 when he said he was the king of New York? Yeah. I mean, 6 9 was the king of New York. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I know. I don't care if you make that face at me, Max. I said it. <laughs> he was the king of New York. He was out here really running-ish. I get it. Him get and it. Cardi B. Like, And think about who was as big as that before. Since yeah, no. big. Like, yeah. Hove. Like, Hove is, I guess, the king of New York. But, like, Hove moved to L.A. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, 6'9", for what we got, King of New York, man, but he he definitely wasn't moving smart. Does, does it pain you to say it though, or you're you're just fine with it? I mean, I get it, that he worked hard with it with social media. Things things upset me more than saying that. <laughs> there's <laughs> definitely things that upset me more. Um, I think he earned it, but I also think that there's you know circumstances where people kind of are preventing their from being like a bigger king of New York the way that L.A. has or maybe Atlanta has with like a future or a Kendrick in L.A. But it's hard to say. I mean, I'd love to see somebody rise to the occasion, but you also have like the way I'm looking at it is this. You have six nine, you have a Joey Badass, maybe, an action Bronson, an ASAP Rocky, Cardi B, Casanova. Like, I mean, who else is gonna be the king of New York? It's really gotta be like Cardi or Six Nine. And I mean, again, Six Nine, obviously he lost the crown. He's he's, you know, caught up in his situation and, mm-hmm. and you know, I hope they work that out. But I can't knock what he said, man. I can't I can't knock him for saying it. He was definitely out here ruling ish. You're hundred percent right though. I, I I agree with your point. It, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. I mean, some people just say that he's a king in New York, don't have a reason for it. You actually laid out nah, the reason tonight on the show. They ran down game on this city, bro. Like, 6 mm-hmm. 9 ran down on this city. Now, what's he like? You've been around him. Um, He was a cool kid. I don't I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I was, I was with him at a club. We did a party together in the Hamptons, and it was, like, a lot of people around. So, I mean, he was cool. He wasn't, like, a bad kid. No. He didn't strike me as, like, a bad kid. But, I mean, I, I met him on a night where nothing really happened, so... You know, I mean, the party was lit. <laughs> <laughs> you were also at SOB's last night, right? I was at SOB's last was night. It was awesome, but it caught me by surprise. So, like, I forgot that I had the event last night, and I was in the city doing interviews at, like, 4 o'clock. I was on two hours of sleep because somebody made me watch the Amy Schumer special. And um, I was watching the Amy Schumer special, and I went to bed at, like, 6 o'clock, and I woke up at 7, and then I went to the radio station in Long Island for 9, and... um. I did the show and left. I went to the city for one. And by the time, like, all the interviews and everything was done, it was, like, 5, 6 o'clock, and I wanted to go home, and I was, like, done. And then I got a text, like, yo, so the arrival time 7.30. And I was, like, wait, 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 what? It was, like, you, you got to be here at 7.30. We're doing 7.30 to 11. There's 17 artists. I was, like, oh. But, you know, once you promise you're going to be somewhere, you got to be there. And honestly, it's like I love seeing the artists. Like I, I feel like it'd be messed up to not like if I commit to like being there to see artists, I should be there to see artists. Mm-hmm. But it was tiring, man. Honestly, getting through that show was was a little intense. Um, but shout out to SOBs, they hooked me up with some buffalo wings. Like you know, we kept it pushing. <laughs> Big up Scott Morris, more bookings, the whole family there, my girl Asia, girl Sylvie. It, it was lit. It's always a good time. Like I love hanging out with like the the guy that books me is cool as hell and like. The company, more bookings, like the way they run their shows is like, it's always a great time. I was just super tired last night. 
But then I got like five hours of sleep and I woke up today and went to the pool and the gym and was like <laughs> just wearing myself down again. Man. Madness, bro. <laughs> you got to feel like a zombie, though. You do the night shifts, and, and then you got a lot of work, but it's a grind, though. I mean, that's why I started this interview thanking you for the Starbucks. Is it? <laughs> no, you already know it'll keep you ener- energized here for the night and your interviews later tonight. Yeah, no, it's going to be lit. I'm excited. Um, I'm really, like, the first time I met Partisan Fontaine, I interviewed him as, like, almost a secondary. So he kind of came to support Manolo Rose. Mm-hmm. And this is way before he was writing for Kanye, way before he was dropping records with Cardi. It was just, like, good quality music that him and Manolo were doing. And the fact that it's kind of come full circle and that I get to sit with him again as, like, a bigger star. And, like, not only, like, him being a bigger star, but, like, when I interviewed him the first time, it was for Feed the Meter, which was, like, a podcast with me and DJ Juanito. Mm-hmm. Now to be able to do it for radio is pretty dope. So I'm looking forward to that. And you also got another podcast, too, wherever the F you're going. Yeah, that's done. Like, I mean, we honestly, I have like four or five podcasts that I've started that we never finished. <laughs> I have times where it's like I'm hanging out with my friends and there's always microphones around. So it's like, oh, we should just podcast and we'll do like three or four episodes and think it'll be a thing. And then we'll just stop like the best. My favorite one that we ever did. I did one with my friend Bass Vinny called The Sauce Cast. And it was like it was just super saucy. And we would talk about the <laughs> dumbest ish. It was like we, like he had a whole story about his family's barbecue and like him wearing some crazy pants, but like I don't know, it's like anything organic, man. Like if if I sit down and there's a microphone on, I just like having fun. Mm. Now <laughs> you've been on this long journey for a long time. I read your story; it's yeah. a real inspiration to people like me, and I'm sure to thousands and millions of people around the world who know you. And it's really touching, and. Now, what drew you to want to become a radio host? Um, I honestly, I didn't even want to be a radio host necessarily. Like, I didn't love radio or in particular or just like anything like that. Um, when I lived in Queens, like, you know, I was like 11, 12 years old and I was working at a hair salon on 30th and um, 37th in, St- in Astoria, like two blocks from Steinway. And there was a mixtape spot and I would go there with like the tips that I made at the hair salon, whatever, and I just buy mixtapes. And I always just kind of liked being in the mix of, like, the artists and the DJs and, like, meeting people. And, you know, as I grew up, I would always go to shows and sneak backstage and just try and meet people and be around. So, like, really what got me into it was just wanting to be around um, music in general and just, like, creatives and, like, pick the brains of artists that were kind of, like, guiding me through life. Because, like, for example, I met Rosenberg at Rock the Bells. I was was trying to win tickets and go to Rock the Bells just to meet Nas. And like that's your idol. I, yeah, and I wanted to meet Nas because it's like as a kid in Queens, you listen to Nas. It's like it really speaks like truth to your story. You know, like mm-hmm. you could relate to so much of it. So it's like as a kid, thinking that like, oh my gosh, like if I could only meet Nas and like pick his brain, like on how he got successful out of a similar circumstance, like that's really what attracted me to it. Was like really trying to learn people's stories and like understand that there's like pathways out of cir- circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, like, you learn stuff. Like, honestly, like, I, I love listening to Drake. I love listening to, like, Kanye. Like, you just, you're able to pick up so many bits and pieces and put them together and, like, really see, like, you know, just different, like, it, it helps you form your morals and, like, character traits and just everything. So, like, hip-hop for me wasn't even so much about getting into radio as much as it was just, like, being around, like, things that I kind of related to and trying to be, like, in a more positive situation than I was in. 
Now, you wrote to Rosenberg and as well as many people at Hot 97 at the time, and Rosenberg was the only one who responded, right? He did, He, he and he is. Um, I was in the group home out for, like, some time, and they would bring us to the library, and I wrote to everybody there, like, the same message. I just, like, copy and pasted this long message. Mm. And he's the only one that hit me back and gave me, like, good advice, man. And, and it turned out that we linked up, like, years later, and it actually paid off. But um, I remember sending the like the message just out of like desperation. I was just like locked in this group home. I was probably like a year in, and just frustrated. And like I I always listened to the Hot 97 tapes. Like as a kid, I was always into the mixtapes, and like I listened to tons of Hot 97 ones. And honestly, I wasn't even super big on radio. Like I didn't have a car. I took the train everywhere as a kid. Like I never listened to the radio. I just listened to the tapes. And like yeah. trying to be in the mix of like radio wasn't even a thought. Like. It just kind of chose me, honestly. Now, you, you won tickets, was it three times to Rock the Bells, right? Three times. <laughs> three, three times a charm, and that charm worked. The the charm did work. Um, I don't know how the heck I won three times, but every year for the same show, I would win. It's like, it was craziness. And honestly, I would always like be coming back from a job or working an event or doing something. And I would just text in on a whim. Like, it wasn't even like I was actively calling all day. It was just like it happened to work out that, like, when I called these couple of times, it just paid off. And it happened to be for the same show to see the same artist. And Rosenberg was always the same host. And, like, I I don't know, man. Like, that, that'll never make sense to me how I won tickets three times. That will never, ever, ever make sense. Well, they say everything happens for a reason. And that reason That's, is that you're the radio <laughs> host overnights. 12 to 5 a.m. Hot 97. Crazy. And you also do some other work there. You're, you're the board op for Ebro in the Morning as well sometimes, well, right? Some I was. I haven't done it in a while. It's but I Flex, too. I backed up um, Ebro's boards for some time. I did Flex's boards every Saturday for, like, five years. I was doing the Saturday Night Mix show. So, like, yeah, I mean, I do a lot of stuff. I think to be in radio and working at a station, you have to do ten things. Like, j- just to be in music in general, like, you have to kind of be a marketing guy, a sales guy. Yeah. like. Yep. So, I mean, I always just try and be helpful wherever I can. And like I said, like, I didn't really have the intention of being on radio. So coming up, it was like, if I could sit in a room with Ebro, I'm sitting in that room and doing whatever I could do. If I could be around Flex, you need somebody Saturday, done. Like, whatever it is that you could do to be around it, like, that was really my, my thing. Now, you grew up during an interesting time in hip-hop. You had the... East Coast, West Coast beef. What was that like growing up during that time? The East Coast, West Coast beef? I was like seven, six, and five. I remember, what was that, like 95, six? I I was too young to remember the beef, Mm -hmm. but I definitely remember when like Big passed, and I remember Pac passing and that like being a big deal. Um, I came on to rap like a little bit after, but like went back to kind of listen to Big and Pac. Like they were kind of the introduction but, like, I came across them probably, like, right after they passed in, like, 99, 2000 is, like, 10, 11 years old. Like, when I started taking the train to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know it's crazy, like, 10 years old. But, like, I would take the train from, um, from you know, where I lived to, it was, like, I was living in Jackson Heights. And I would just take the train to Astoria or wherever it was. It was so long ago. But I I really, like... I would go back to listen to Big and Pac because I knew they had passed and, like, they were the biggest thing. And, like, I didn't fully understand hip-hop at the time. I didn't know how to find it. I didn't know where it was at. Like, I didn't listen to radio. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a babysitter um, that would play rap in the car, and, like, that's kind of what started getting me into it. Like, and, you know, when I would go to work, 
I would just kind of, you know, pick up where she had left off during the week and Saturday, Sunday, just be all wrapped out, man. <laughs> just had, like, CD player. Now, I'm not going to expect you to remember this, but do you remember what song attracted you to hip-hop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most random song ever attracted me to hip-hop, Bone Crusher, Never Scared. I know that sounds crazy, mm-hmm. but the babysitter would literally blast Bone Crusher, Never Scared. And I was like, nah, this is it. <laughs> this is it. And, like, after that, um, I just kind of started going down the different roads, like, I really would get into an artist and listen to all their stuff, and it would be a situation where it's like, okay, like, I I listen to Big first. Oh, now Big and Pac had a thing. Let me listen to Pac, and I listen to Pac, and then it'd be like, listen to West Coast stuff, and then I'd be back on the East Coast listening to, like, Mob Deep, and then I came across Nas, and then then 50 came out, and, like, once 50 came out, that was it. Once 50 came out, I was sold. Oh, so you're a big 50 guy then? Big 50 guy. Send dried mango to Mike. He like I, I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. I'm reading. <laughs> Someone on your live. Oh yeah, nah. She's saying send dried mangoes. Don't don't bring any dried mangoes in the studio. I don't like dried mangoes at all. Yeah, no. Nah. But yeah, my assistant's name is Dried Mango. Cause, oh, because he eats dried mangoes. Shout out to him. Yeah, no, nah, don't shout out to him. No. Take that one back, Max. Take it. Take it back. Take the shout out back, all Max. Right. Shout, shout out to take it back. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I I loved Bone Crusher and like all kinds of stuff. And then Fifty came out, and it was like once Fifty came out, like he was talking so much ish, man. And then them tapes like were hitting, and then he had like the Smack DVDs, and yeah. then it was like him and Game had beef, and then it's just like one thing after another. I was just like rap, 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 rap. Like, like, now when the Game and Fifty had beef, that that also involved Hot ninety seven as well. Yeah, see, I had nothing to do with Hot ninety seven yeah, at no, the time, no, yeah. but I was selling mixtapes, and I remember the tapes like just flying of like all the Smack DVDs. Game did one video where he went to like it was like some Black Wall Street thing where he went to Fifty's house at one point in like Connecticut and was like playing basketball on his court, and like it was just madness. Like they were going at each other. So, and I saw 50 at the time, like, I actually got to, um, I, I went to a 50 show at Jones Beach, like, at the time, and I got to meet him, whatever, and I was just hype, like, and this is when G-Unit was, like, still a big thing, like, yeah. he was wearing the vests and, like, wild stuff, man, it, it's, like, it's crazy, I haven't thought about that stuff in a while, but, like, when, once 50 came, that was it for me. Favorite 50 Cent record? Favorite 50 Cent record? Mm-hmm. Pfft, there's so many. I, I love anything off of Get Rich or Die Trying. I I love St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, I mean, I I was really a big fan of, like, Many Men. Many Men. I really like Many Men. Um, it starts off with the intro, with the, the coin dropping and the Get Rich or Die Trying. Then it hits the What Up Gangsta. What, what Up Gangsta. What a banger. Hang on. There, there was so many. I'm going to actually I'm gonna look up 50s track list so I could be, like, completely honest. In the club. In the club, waiting. bro, all day. Like he had hit after hit after hit. I liked Candy Shop, man. People didn't like Candy Shop. I thought that was a smash. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, all day. Um, in my hood, in my hood was Piggy Bank. This is fifty. Out of control. Get in my car, mm-hmm. bro. Get in my car was crazy, crazy. Fifty Cent had the classics. I remember being first grade listening to that. Straight to the bank. Too. He had smashes, man. I don't know how he stopped making hits. Like respect to Fifty, but like. What happened that he stopped making smashes? Yeah, like what that? happened? Because like, what, what was the album after? Before I self destruct, was that the next one after that one? Yeah, whatever came after the massacre was like that was it. And for I me. think it was the other one too. Was the one with get money on it? Yeah, he, then he had animal ambition. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's so crazy to look at this because it's like. What do you think of uh, Animal Ambition? Animal Ambition? Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't like any of the other stuff. I liked The Massacre and Get Richard Die Trying, I guess, in retrospect, which is crazy because I'm looking at all his stuff. Like, the fact that it was just two projects that I really enjoyed. Oh, and I guess Power of a Dollar, but like three projects of the seven or eight that he's released. And like that he's such a big star is insane. Would you consider 50 Cent the best artist of the early 2000s? The best artist? Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, I guess. I mean, it's hard to say. There were a lot of great artists that were coming out early 2000s. And like it, it was really like a vibe. Like I remember I was a Nelly fan. Like I yeah, loved I Country Grammar. Nelly. I was a huge like, I was fan. super into country grammar, super into, like, we can't even say, because then there was Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. How about Slim Shady? So it was like... One of the goats. Yeah, so there was just so much good music coming out. It's hard to say he was, like, the my, the best, but he was definitely my favorite. Mm. I, I would also consider Nelly in there, country grammar, Nellyville. <laughs> Nellyville was lit. Air Force Ones. Bro. I remember when I was young, I used to put the little tape on there. I oh, remember. you would put tape? I'd never gotten to the tape, but yeah. I, I respect you I for never, being so committed. I never, I never, I never knew like what it meant until I was older. <laughs> I remember loving Nelly, though. Nelly was one of my idols. Yeah, he, bro, he made my boo. Like, he made my boo. Yeah. Like, pfft, come on. Come on. <laughs> smash. I don't care what anybody says. My boo is a smash. Yeah. What about uh, Eminem? What's your favorite Eminem record? <laughs> I know you're a big Eminem guy. Um, I like I like a lot of Eminem records. There's one where he's like, what is he? it's like tr- the first what's the first project ever that he dropped before it wasn't Infinite, it was the one right after oh, that. Oh, the Slim Shady LP, was that it? Nah, nah. I'm gonna find it. Um or it might have actually was it the Slim Shady LP? Mm-hmm. He had one yeah, the Slim Shady LP. He had one with his daughter where he's like She's like, Daddy, oh, my dad's gone crazy. Mm-hmm. I love my dad's gone crazy. I love Superman. I loved um, PSA. Yeah. My name is... Role Model. Role Model. Um, my favorite Eminem song is Kill You. Okay. Kill You. I love it. My favorite. I like 3AM. <laughs> I'm a big 3AM guy off of, what was it, Relapse? Yeah. I think it was off of Relapse. Okay. The, yeah, the newer projects were pretty good. There was, like, not not the most recent ones, but, like... The newer ones, they were pretty good records on, like they, like here and there. It was like there was Space Cowboy or Spaceman or something. Um, there was a few of them that was that I was like kind of into, but like not the overall project. He definitely fell off after like Encore. Um, Recovery though, I really like one of my favorite Eminem songs is Almost Famous mm-hmm. from Recovery or Twenty Five to Life was amazing too. Recovery or Spacebound. Yeah, Space That's the one. one. No Love with Lil Wayne was also good as well. Great, yeah, great record. A lot of people give, re- uh, what was it, the one with the Recovery. They give Recovery a lot of slack, but that was a great album. Yeah, no, me. definitely. Um, what do you think about his newer albums? I don't really like them. Yeah, I, I didn't even get to listen to the latest ones, really. Um, yeah, I mean, I listened, like, I did, like, a once-over. Um, shout out to Fresher. I like the record that him and Fresher had. That was that was a cool one. Mm-hmm. He has, like, here and there. He had a record with Jesse Reyes that was really good. But it's not the same energy, man. It's, a, it's like listening to a different artist, almost. It is. It's like his voice changed, too. Is that just me? Is it style or something? Something changed. Yeah, nah, he just, like, he got off drugs. <laughs> like, plain and simple. Eminem was like, I'm done doing drugs, and then the music just started falling apart. What'd you think of the whole MGK diss? Man, 
Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Nah, MGK, I don't know. I like MGK, but he's a wild one. He's he's nutty. I think it was a pretty good diss, though. It was good. It was he good, could but... rap. I mean, but I don't think anybody was ever questioning if he could rap. It's like, it's... You're going after Eminem. It's a little tough. Yeah. It's just like, what are you going to do? Like, I I don't know, man. I, I didn't put too much weight into it. I think it's like you're... Like, I look at Eminem as, like, a defenseless man at this point, and, like, anybody coming at him, I'm just like, oh, leave him alone. Like, if you piss him off, he's going to, like... He's, like, gonna, he's going uh, to blow up on He's, like, going to blow up as, like, a bitter old man. Like, I don't know. It's, I, I really... Once Eminem, like, stopped really being, like, that mainstream, like, popping dude, I just kind of, like, lost all interest in, like, keeping up with everything. Like, I respect him. I love him. Like, I definitely appreciate him for... You know what he's done. I I went to one of his shows as a kid. I remember Ludacris opened for him. It was like the it, I don't think it was a Slim Shady MP. It was like Curtain Call or something. I mm-hmm. went to that tour, and like he was amazing. Like Eminem's always like been one of my favorites and one of the greatest. But like at this point, I'm just tuned out. I mean, honestly, same for Nas, man. I, I like I hate to say it, but I'm I'm tuned out. Like it's Rip. just it's not the same. They haven't reinvented themselves in a way that I'm like super impressed with them. Now, do you think for his newest tape, do you think it was the Kanye producing? Some people, his producing overrode Nas's lyrics. Um, I mean, I don't know. Kanye is like, Kanye is a monster in, in his own right. See, to be honest, Kanye is probably like my favorite. It's hard to say because like, to be honest, off top, like I'll say Drake, Kanye, Jay. Um, like I love Outkast. I love Kendrick. But, like, Kanye, I think, is, like, my low-key favorite just because he's such an artist. Like, he's so crazy. And the finesse, like, if he, like I don't know if it's finesse or if he's just the luckiest guy ever. But, like, whatever he's doing to, like, always stay relevant and, like, like I don't know if it's calculated or not calculated. <laughs> it's just I'm tuned in. Like, no matter what, I'm tuned in. Now, we all know, like... Kanye is a little controversial now. How, what did you? How, what do you feel like being a Kanye fan when he put the MAGA hat on? I mean, that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. It hurt. It hurt a lot of fans. <laughs> I don't. Um, I don't like talking politics just because I feel like it turns so many people off, and like mm-hmm. everybody has opinions on it. Being a hundred percent, I'm not a Trump fan. Yeah, um, neither am I. I'm not a Trump fan. I think for different reasons than the average person is. Obviously, the racism and all that stuff. I hate all of that. Like, that's ridiculous. But for me, it's just, like, in general, as, like, a president, it's just, like, you should be more polished and professional. That's just how I feel. Like, like if, if all the other stuff, like, and granted, I, like, I watch Fox News and CNN and all of the news networks. Like, I definitely have, like, very, very strong opinions on politics. But, like, all of my personal beliefs and opinions and everything put aside... I just would like to see somebody that's more professional. Mm-hmm. That's that's really it. Yeah, we need to go back to that. I mean, even I don't know if we've ever really had it either. Like, I mean, I think Obama was way more professional. I definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. like, you definitely didn't see him as much on the news. Like Trump, he's on every day, sucking the yeah, oxygen out of the like, air. That's my thing. Is like, it's it's the professionalism. It's like. You know, I'm not. I would never defend him. I think he's a horrible dude too. Oh, no, like, and like I said, I have my opinions. He, like, it's just, I'm not trying. I don't want to drag him for the same stuff everybody else drags mm-hmm. him for. I feel like just jumping on like the bashing Trump bandwagon mm-hmm. is like the cool thing to do. And it's just like for me, I personally feel like he needs to address racism. He needs to be addressing these shootings. They need to address 
like, you know, the gun laws and, and the NRA and like there's so many things that need to be addressed. And I really just think it starts with somebody who carries themselves like a diplomatic person and not somebody who's just carrying themselves in the way that we've consistently seen him do so. Yeah, I was reading some articles in the paper online that Black Lives Matter members are actually being killed and it's not even being reported on the news. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's insane. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff happening, man. It's 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 a really it's a bad situation out there and like to be honest, like the whole Black Lives Matter stuff, like it's really it's crazy that so many people are coming together and doing such amazing stuff. Like like Black Lives Matter is is one of the biggest movements and it came together in such essentially like a shorter amount of time like mm-hmm. we've, we've had the, the kkk has been around forever mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying black lives matter is 10 times bigger and more powerful and like w- the fact that nobody's listening is is just disgusting to it me is. because it's like the proof is in the numbers mm-hmm. it's in the numbers and and it's like you know we saw what happened with australia there was just a horrible you know sh- mass shooting out there the next day they're they're putting laws into effect yeah so, like, again, it's I, – I hate the – like, you know, I hate talking politics because I feel like people don't know the the policy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I only know so much of the policy, and I'm super into it. Like, I'm really – like, I love politics, but, like, mm-hmm. I only know so much of the policy, and it changes constantly, and it's always something – like, unless you're watching C-SPAN all day, like, there's yeah. no way to really – you know, so it's just like I think a lot of it's opinion, and ultimately for me, it's just like if I'm gonna have an opinion on who should be in charge of stuff, it should be somebody who carries himself well, who's not really committed to one belief or another, and is able to find the balance in everything. Is there? There's a balance in everything, and to just always be like it has to be this or that is crazy. Like there's compromise in a lot of places, and I just think that whoever's in charge should be like primarily like. We need to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Now, I also want to bring this up related to hip-hop with this subject of politics. Because back in the day, you had many hip-hop artists, such as Public Enemy, N.W.A., who spoke up about politics and issues in the country. Do you feel like there's rappers that should speak up today? I mean, there's it? definitely rappers that are out here talking. YG. There's, there's a lot. Look at Kanye. We, like, you know... There's so many rappers out here that talk politics. It's, you know... It, but, I mean, like, calling it for what it is, though, because Kanye is kind of on Trump's side. I mean, he's calling it for what he feels like it is. You know, YG calls it for what he feels it is. It's, again, it's just so opinionated. And, like, music, I'll, I'll always say, like, you should be able to talk about anything. It, there shouldn't be any censor on music, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, politics are politics, man. It's it's really tough. It's 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 such a hard balance to find, and it's so swayed that there's really, like, at this point, like, I like you know how they, they say, like, don't tell me the problem unless you could tell me the solution? Mm-hmm. That's that's my problem is, like, I, I don't want to complain about stuff because I don't have the answers. I could only say what I personally feel about it. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, going back to the old school hip-hop with Public Enemy, NWA, great groups, did a lot for hip-hop on the scene during the whole Reagan era. And who are some other artists that attract you from the 90s? Did you like, like, DITC with Big L? Uh, you had also with the Terror Squad with Big Pun. How about those artists who are real lyrical? I mean, you have to mention Big L for sure. Mm-hmm. Big Rest L, in peace, one of the greatest to do it on the mic. He killed it. Bro, like, the fact that Big L, that that kids, because you're, you're what, you're 19? Mm-hmm. I'm 28. Like, the fact that you're 19 and are talking about Big L and he died... At like what in his early twenties, mm-hmm. like 
he didn't have big recognition at the time, like how Biggie did and Pac and like just strictly off the bars to be able to like make an impact is yeah. crazy. And I and I wish there was more music. I wish there was more of him and pun and and all of that, man. But time must go on. Yeah, rest in peace. And but big pun though, he changed the game for Latino rappers because he was the first one to go platinum. Yeah, nah. Capital Punishment, one of the greatest albums <laughs> of all time, in my opinion. Big Pun was a beast, man. And like I what I love so much is like he was one of the first, in my opinion, that was really like a character. Like I think everybody was like a character, like but when when you talk about like the OGs being characters, it's like there's Slick Rick, there's Pun. Mm-hmm. Like like I don't know. I mean, I wasn't around for like the Rakims and all, but I just don't see Rakim being much more of a character than like okay, he's the goat at the time. Yeah. But like Pun was animated. Like Pun was just like he talked crazy. The interview sounded crazy. Like no one could ever rap him with the uh, dead in the middle, little literally, little do we know we pr- that whole line. Dead in the middle, a little literally, little do we know that we've been on some middlemen who didn't do diddly. There we go. I had to challenge your rap skills, man. I knew it, but fire that whole line. Yeah, no, the way they flipped words was crazy. And honestly, I think the way that, like, they flipped words back in the day in general, like, was insane. Like, the fact that we lost that, like, that, like it's disgusting to me that, that artists aren't at least challenging themselves. No. Everything no. sounds the same. Everything Rich the Kid puts out sounds the same. Mm-hmm. You had a good interview with him, though. I had a great interview with him, but everything he puts out sounds the same. <laughs> And it's like, it's frustrating. That's why I say Trippy's my favorite, because Trippy at least puts out different, different stuff. stuff. What about Fetty Wap? How do you feel about Fetty Wap? Man, I like Fetty, but Fetty's like, I just, I, see, the thing is with me now being in the industry, mm-hmm. and Fetty's a great, he's a nice guy, don't get it twisted, I'm not oh, going to yeah. say anything crazy about him, but Fetty being in the industry for me now is like, had the biggest opportunity to transition into a huge mainstream star, mm-hmm. and messed it up with just bad decision making, and that turns me off to the music, to everything. Like, you're out here, every year he has another kid. Every year he's getting hurt or, like, has a problem. or, And it's just like, yo, you have such an opportunity. Like, you know, kids are killing every day to try and get these situations for themselves. And you're out here with five number ones and you still couldn't, like, like come on, bro. Like, come on. And, and, and the music's great. Like, don't get it twisted. The music's yeah. amazing. But it's like, I just, I don't understand how somebody could have so much potential and just be dropping the ball as, mm-hmm. like it's a hot potato. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. I was a big Fetty Wap guy. That first album. He had fire, bro. Yeah. He came really out with Trap Queen and all that. Different sound. I liked Fetty Wap. And going back to the lyrical rhymes with, I mean, we can go way back to with the Juice Crew, the Cool G Rap, Master Ace, Mike Geronimo, Royal Flush, all of them. Facts. And it's a different landscape today. What? Who do you think changed the game, in your opinion, with their style and which it became trap and mumble rap, as people call Wayne, it? Bro. Wayne, bro. Little Wayne? I agree. I think Wayne. Little Wayne, but I love Wayne. 50, 50 led up to it with the trolling, but Wayne, bro, he changed the game. I love Wayne, though. Wayne made it like you could be, a, like, straight up Wayne. Wayne was basically competing with a bunch of dudes that were like, it's about the bars. It's about the beats. It's about rap. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to just wear crazy colorful stuff with long hair and just be sipping lean and not care about anything. Yeah. And, like, it's, I mean, look what do we have now. Wayne Wayne single-handedly in my opinion changed the game. I mean, he you did. have you have influence as far as sauce goes when it comes to like the Andre 3000s had a lot oh, of yeah. influence uh, a lot of influence um you know obviously 50 there there was you know there's a lot of people that have changed it but like 
like I'll put it this way: when Drake came out, you know, um, under Wayne, it it was great because it's great music and mm-hmm. it was like the vibe was different. But like, essentially, he's like you know more similar to the people even before Wayne. He's closer to you know like like those guys that were really just putting together creative like raps. And the production changed, but, like, Wayne, the way he spoke, the references, like, everything, bro. Like, Wayne changed the game for sure. It was all off the top, too, right? Yeah, yeah it, was. it made no sense. Like, what the hell? I watched one of the documentaries, and he just, like, sits in front of the microphone, the beat drops in his headphones, and he's just off with it. And, and he still does it. Yeah. It's like where Eminem got off drugs and, like, couldn't make music really the same. Wayne is still out here making smashes. Mm-hmm. And, what, and from what I know, he's off drugs. What, so, <laughs> What do you think of the Carter Five? Um, I thought it was cool. I I didn't love love it, but like there was there was some hits on there, man, and it was more so than I could say. Like I, it definitely made more of an an impact culturally than than like more recent Eminem did. Like so, I mean, I respect the hell Do out of Wayne, man. It was good to hear from him. Yeah, it was great yeah. to hear from him. Like knowing the story and like the history of him and Baby and like you know how long it got held up and how many times it was gonna come and it didn't come. Like the anticipation was like. I mean, it's we got something great from it. Like, I'll tell you this much: I'm still waiting for Dre to drop. Like, and who knows if that'll ever happen? But I, I don't think even if he does drop, that it's gonna be. You talking about detox? Yeah, yeah. Like, I just like if if detox ever comes out, I just I don't know if it'll even be like. Is it gonna be more like a recovery, or is it gonna be more like Carter Five? Because the Carter Five for like a comeback album is like. It, it's still pretty good, man. Mm. Do you think it was worth the hype and worth the wait? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's ever worth the wait. Honestly, like I mean, the build ups are always so crazy that it's like, all right, but like I want my music and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> now, Little Wayne's done a lot for the game, as we all know. Drake, Nicki Minaj, we can go on and on. What do you think about Drake and the whole rumor behind the Ghostwriters? Do you still see Drake for who he is? Um, yeah, I I don't hold anything against mm-hmm. Drake. I think Drake is. I like, don't either. I think he's a dope artist. I wish, like, I wish that I had an artist that I could manage to compete with Drake because it's like <laughs> I see every move he makes. I read through it. I know exactly what he's doing. I see the finesse. I know people that personally know him. I see how he talks to them. I see like the like everything Drake does, I completely get inside out from the fact that he's a kid from the suburbs and like why exactly he moves how he moves to like how he works himself into like the more like, you know, the stuff he was doing in Miami and like the hood stuff. Like I just wish I could compete with Drake, man. Like I, I see everything you do, Drizzy, and I'm coming for you one day. Now I, I know you met him a few times, right? I did. I met I did. Drake twice. Yeah, I remember the first time it was a good experience. And the second time he shot you a look. Was that what it was? Yeah, the first time that. I met Drake, he gave me a hug, and I was like, "Wow, people are really nice in Canada." Like I met him at Summer Jam. He gave me a big hug. Was like super nice guy, really cool, and and like that was it. You know, we chopped it up for like five minutes, and that was it. Was cool. Um, I met him again a couple years later at the U.S. Open, and he had sun in his eyes. And I, like, offered him sunglasses, and he just, like, blank stared me. And I was like, uh, like, you, like, obviously, I didn't expect him to remember me at all. But, like, I assumed that, like, a fan walking up to him, he'd be, like, nice to him. Nah, he was not having it. He was not having really? it. Really? I spoke to oh somebody God. later that was close to him, and they said it's probably because I, like, offered him Ray-Bans, and he doesn't like Ray-Bans. 
And like that disappointed me to hear that we like, but I mean, I, I don't judge him for it. He's a light skinned dude. Like, <laughs> so Drake is the light skinned dude to the fullest. The way he slides in DMs, the way he turns down Ray Bans, like, that's Drake, man. He's one of the greatest, though, like, if not the greatest, honestly. Oh, yeah, of this generation and what he's done. And in general, like, in general, I think Drake may be the greatest. Re- you, even out of every generation, he's the greatest. Everything. He's like Michael Jackson, bro. There's hit after hit after hit, finessing the game, staying relevant. I don't always respect him, but, I mean, I can't be mad at him. I can't. Like, no. there's there's moves I make that I'm like, wow, that's corny, but, like, I I can't even knock it, bro. Like he's he's definitely he's doing exactly what I would do if I was in that position. So I can't knock it. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of Scorpion? Cool, great, great project. Um, a little long. I didn't, I didn't, I don't love R and B Drake, but I know there are people that do. And like again, the finesse is there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I can't knock it. What's your favorite Drake project? <laughs> Believe it or not, if you're reading this, it's too late. Really, my favorite. I oh. love it. I don't know why. There's a lot of songs that I love of Drake's. There's a lot Ten of... Ten Bands. Bro, like, it's a Jungle, um, oh, yeah, jungle. Legend, Ten Bands. No Telling. Bro, No Telling. Like, that whole project yeah. knocks. And, like, like I said, there's, there's other projects of his that I do love. There are other records of his that I love. But, like, yo, if you're reading this, it's too late. He went off, bro. He dropped it out of nowhere, too. It was at midnight. I remember I was sophomore. Yeah, he's like, it's too late. Boom. I got it. I was I was not too late. Like, I read it, and I was <laughs> not too late. I was like, nope, I'm not late. This just came out. I was the first one to play a lot of that stuff on the radio. Like, the past three years, every release, I'm, like, the first one to play. I get no credit for it. Oh, but, like, oh, it- I'd be on my, my computer refreshing that. and cleaning records nonstop, like, when they drop every Thursday. I'm, like, the first one to play all that stuff. And I and I hear these records, and I'm just, like, hype. And then I, I throw them on the radio, and then, like, a couple days goes by, and it becomes a thing. And I'm, like, it's it's awesome, man. You're a real one. You're a real one. You do that. A lot of DJs don't. They just have their preference, and they just throw. I mean, I'm, I'm that guy, too. I, I'd like to not put myself in a box. Like, I'm a little bit of both. Like, I, I'd be ignorant to say that, like, I definitely, I don't have days where, like, you know, my my vibe, I'd say. Like, there are days where my vibe dictates what I play, mm-hmm. you know. But then there's other days where it's like, nah, if this is hot, like, even if I'm not in the mood for some street-ish, the city needs it. Mm-hmm. Now... With Drake, he's got the many different sounds. Take Care was my favorite project. Mm-hmm. I know you said you don't like the R&B Drake, but, I mean, Marvin's Room, that, that's like a classic to me. I don't know what it is about that song. Marvin's Room? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'll make you cry and go to sleep in your room. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of the other one that I like off there. Headlines, all, when that video dropped, that was just, like, groundbreaking. Um, For me. Which one? I'm sorry. Headlines. Headlines. Yeah, I liked headlines too. I mean, it's it's weird. Drake's like such a it's a weird thing. Like there's so many records, man. Like we could go all day. Headlines was great. Yeah. Um that whole project was great too. Now we, we talk Drake all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're the you're the voice of the midnight of New York. We all know that and Tell him. You're the voice of New York. Tell him. Voice of Midnight, New York. Well, An- Angie's the voice of New York, but yeah, but you're, you're the voice of Midnight. You're the I'm, voice the, of I'm midnight. the voice of overnights in New York for yep, sure. That's right. And for sure, take that. Who do you believe is the voice of New York in hip hop right now? <laughs> you're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> I don't know if I could say that. You know, I, I, I have very strong opinions on that, and I don't know if I could say who I think is the voice. Come of New on, York. come on, Dave East. I'm a big Dave East guy. 
I, lo- I love Dave East. I think he embodies Dave that. East is not the voice of New York, bro. Really? No. Absolutely not. I think that gritty, that if, old school culture. If we're going to give the voice of New York to anybody, it's going to be either Flex, it's going to be Ebro, it's going to be <laughs> Charlemagne to some extent. It's it's hard to say. The voice of New York. 6ix9ine is the voice of New York. Real talk. Like, you want to keep it 100? You want to know what New York really sounds like? It's 6ix9ine. But does 6ix9ine really represent that real New York No, not at all. Sound. He doesn't represent real New York at all. But he is, like, bro, look around. Every kid out here is on that ish. Yeah, you're right. Every kid you're out right. here Am is on that ish. Am I the only one that's listening to Dave East then? Or? Yes. I'm Straight little, up, I'm feeling a little lonely Straight up. right and now. And don't get me wrong, I love Dave East and like big up Buddha and Grands, but like, yes, you're the only one listening. It's not oh, slapping. Hold on a minute. What about the demons? We can go on from on. He's not consistent. He's not slapping. It's he's good, but it's just like nah, no, bro, nah. Yeah, I get. I mean, that's oh wait, you got like. DJ Versity says that he listens to Dave East. Oh, th- thank you. Thank him for me. There you go. He says thank you. Max says thank you. I'm not, thank you. I'm not lonely now. Yeah, he said I know people that listen to Dave. People listen to Dave, but would you say he's the voice of New York? I think like he represents that New York sound. With he it sounded does. back in the day with Nas, Jay Z, all that. <laughs> you know who the voice of New York is? Oh. Uh, the CC Show. CC is the voice of New York. Y'all know about CC? <laughs> nah. Oh man, you got to follow at the CC Show underscore and just thank me later. He's the voice of New York for sure. That's real talk. I'm not going to lead y'all in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. Now, where do you see hip hop going now? (laughs) We're in the mainstream era of mumble rap, trap music, whatever anyone wants to call hip hop. Where do you see the Um, game heading? Oh, where do I see the game heading? (laughs) Could we see it come back to lyrics? She's about to cook me. My fault. I'm texting. She's about to cook me. Please don't cook me. I'm in the middle of an interview. Um, where do I see it heading? Mm-hmm. I see it heading. Um, who knows, man? I don't know. I'd like to have faith that it's heading in a good direction. I don't know. I, it scares me, but it excites me. I'm scared. Now, I'll admit I'm scared right now, though. I'm scared. Who knows? Things happen so fast in this game, and like we never know what's next. And tomorrow it could be a whole new genre. It could be a whole new genre, right. straight up. Like it's it's so hard to say what's next. I just I hope that there's less of the shootings and less of the beef. Like I'll tell you the truth, bro. That like the, the Almighty J situation that happened up here, mm-hmm. that disappoints the hell out of me because it's like, the, I think the problem is is there's not enough labels that are stressing really having artists grow, and there's not enough labels that are like really pushing these kids to be great individuals and well-rounded creatives. A lot of them are just signing a ton of kids and just pushing out whatever the heck they like think is, and not even what they don't think. It's just they're pushing out whatever. It's like we're signing characters and not musicians, and we're killing music. We're not like we're we're creating a bigger market for like actors because we're killing music in general. Like there's yeah, we were saying that before with the whole online. Yeah, I'm still a CD collector. Nah, and I respect it. I respect anybody that still collects CDs. I definitely don't. So, like, I I mean, I wish I had all my CDs. But, I mean, it's hard to say where it's going to go. I, it, I hate the fact that it's just, like, there's no line drawn between musicians and actors. Like, mm-hmm. I hate the fact that, that Trippy Red doesn't get credit for being the creative he is. 
And, you know, then there's artists out here that I'm not going to start dragging people, but there are artists out here dropping garbage and they get yeah. just as much yep. of, a, of a lit. I mean, not as much of a lit situation, but like just as much clout. Yeah, you know, like clout. Who was that guy? That the, who was the fight in the restaurant? Skinny from the nine. What yeah. Is, what is? Uh, Who's that? What is that? Bro, beats me. I <laughs> I hate seeing that too because it, like that's to to cater to what I was gonna say about the Jay situation. If if I'm Jay, if I'm whoever cut Jay, like these are all rappers too, and these kids are signed to people that are screwing them every day out of money and situations and not helping them at all in the grand scheme. And like you're not cutting your those people. Not that you should cut anybody, but like, they, like why cut Almighty J? He's doing the same thing that you're doing. Like it's yeah. just it's senseless hate, and it makes us all look bad, and it kills our whole like culture. And it's just sloppy. It's a sloppy mess. Now, who do you, whose projects are you looking forward to coming up? Um, who am I looking forward to? I don't know. I'm, there's a lot of artists out here, man. It's I don't even know what's coming up to be honest. I'd like to hear some new Kanye, just out of curiosity. I want school, more Schoolboy Q. He dropped none numbers. Schoolboy, you know who I really like, and shout out to Sean. Um, to Big Sean. Big Sean is one of my favorites. He's like the lyrics, everything. Mm-hmm. And I saw he had something today. Um, on his Instagram, he's he's been like kind of going through it. But I'd I'd look forward to another Sean project. Definitely. Now, I also want to bring sports into the discussion now because I also do a sports show. Okay. I don't know anything about sports, but let's go. Okay. I know with football, (laughs) you're a Kaepernick supporter. I I 100% agree with you. I'm with Cap. I'm I'm with Cap as well. But here's the thing. I'm in a bad relationship with the Jets right now. Ride or die, I have to watch the Jets. That's my team. You're bugging. (laughs) I think. If you're going to be anti-NFL – the, the, I'm with Cap though. I if, agree if with you. If you're not, if you're not going to be anti NFL, at least be a jersey. fan of a team that's winning. Oh, okay. Come on. Uh, no, I, I was come born on. A, I was born a Jets fan. Like so. it's like the, the NFL is is terrible enough. Let alone I. You need to watch football to watch the Jets lose. Come on, that's man. That's my team. I was born a Jet fan. Man. Oh my gosh. Uh, who, who who did you a root Jets for? fan and a Dave East fan? What am I going to do with you? <laughs> I get. I guess I'm lonely. I, <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, slight shots. My apologies, Max. I, I still like you. <laughs> no, but, but but who 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 did you root for before the whole cap situation? You want to mention now? You kind of I um I I'm such a random sports fan, bro. Like honestly, I like I like teams like the like for a year based on who's on them. So like there was a year where I liked the Redskins, I liked the Eagles, I liked the Giants. Like n- and none of that makes sense. We gotta you gotta. Well, I know you're. If, if I was gonna be, if I was gonna be an NFL fan right now, I'd be an LA Rams fan strictly off the fact that I want to live in LA. Okay. <laughs> like I don't even know LA's who's nice on the team. Though. Well, it's according to Odell Beckham too. Odell. Odell, nice. Odell Beckham's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's why I was a Giants fan because I I went out once with Rosenberg for his birthday and, and Odell Beckham Jr. happened to be there, um, at the dinner with us and. I was like, all right, I'm gonna be a Giants fan. Like Victor Cruz has always been super nice to me, so I'm gonna be a Giants fan. Like, <laughs> it's it's hard to say, man. Like the only sport that I really super got into was like basketball as a kid. I was like a big Latrell Sprewell fan. Right? Are you a, you're a Knicks fan? Um, not really. I I like just anything, man. Like okay. I, I'm I follow the players more. Like I'm so big on people's characters that like it's hard to follow a whole team for me. Mm-hmm. I could agree with that. I can see that, but you got to, we got Le'Veon Bell now on the Jets, so maybe you want to check him out. I, bro, <laughs> come on! I'm gonna turn my own mic off. <laughs> that, that was terrible. Don't, don't, don't 
the Jets. <laughs> 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 All right. So, Hip Hop Mike, we brought you here. You did a, it's a dope interview. We got the cypher right now. You ready for the cypher? Am I going to rap? No, nah, we got St. John's <laughs> own Sekou and Loco about to come in right now and do a little cypher. You know what it is. This is okay. Sekou up first. Ash, get it. Why are you looking at me like that, Alex? <laughs> What's up? Do I need to get up? Trying to keep it on the low, they don't know how I keep it in the slow mode. I don't know. I've been flexing on my own nose. So low, hey, keep it looking so high, but so low, hey. Yeah, I've been waiting for a minute. Yeah, yeah, I know that you've been watching. Yeah, trying to see you in the zone. Yeah, trying to get it on the popping. Uh. You can see me trying to find a way. I can see you trying to find a way. If I could really like nine day, oh, I can tell right away. I ain't looking for a wifey. I think you can understand that. Saying that you kind of cuffed up. All right, WSJU Radio Cypher going on right here. St. John's University. We got Sekou up from Boston. You know yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. You're ready to spit a little something. You came here prepared tonight. I know course, you did. Bro. You're about to lay down some heat for us. Represent that real hip hop. You know what it is. Of course, We're bro. We're in Queens, New York. We you know what it is it, when bro. you hear the beat drop. You know what it is. Yeah, we already know, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it going. It's that real hip hop. I got Loco. I got Darrell Max. Drop them bombs. Yeah. You know hey, what that's it just is. how we have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we was number one anyways, right? So we just got to do the hip-hop on the mic, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just the real thing. I'm yeah. going to ad-lib like the Migos. Hey, let's get it. You <laughs> like the ad-libs, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh. First it was nasty, damn, I'm still at it. I stand still, my still is still mad it. Uh, seen the mafia in the news. Does that mean Junior Mafia coming soon? Ooh. Into the mic, I'm hip-hop. My Ric Flair drip jump off like crisscross, and I stay Ten toes down on the fall, girl And you know I'm right here And now I'm on your smile, girl uh, You know I'm down on the chain, girl They getting worried like Usher when he listening the same girl But I keep it on Know I'm about to get it on Know I'm about to front I ain't a frog, I'm the prince And when I get it Fresh thing, know I'm fresh like the prince And uh, magic with the past It gets tricky here Battling my friends, how I disappear. Ooh. Hello, cheese, LOD. Hello. She wanna keep me company like LLC. Uh, upside, look at how I turn out. Uh, OG corners to the curve out. They know me, yeah, they know the best. Uh, they know me, and know when I flex. Oh, they know me, and know when I guess. She's screaming mercy, oh, but we know she French. Yeah, and I'm a top shotter, and I'm a top baller, and I'm the only one that calls shots when I'm in the ballin'. You know how we do, the number one note, yeah, that mean number two. Like, hold up, switch back, I need big chains, big plus, she's got no hoes, big plus, Swiss flag, chick that, I need black sheep, this, that, that's your girl, ain't none of that is chick mad. Yeah, I'm the only one to do it right, and if I had to get this shit, then I'ma do it tight. My thing is S-Class, Continental, I-8, Beamer, Benz, and Bentley, had me feeling like I'm Lloyd Banks. Uh, you know I had to move, I'm with the hip-hop, yeah, you know we had to groove in it. Yeah, we had to switch it up real quick, and we like it like you girl, yeah, real thick. Uh. Ooh, that thing fat, that thing fat, you heard him. That's it, say cool? My girl pale, though. <laughs> That's how we do. Real talk. That's how you do it, say cool. That's how we do you know it. You know what it is. Boston, say cool. You know what it is. Loco, you got next. Intro, winner, sprinter. sprinter. This is the intro. Introduction. Crunch time, freestyle. 
website for sports and hip hop. When the spring or hopping out of suburban, don't get me mistaken. Hands work and grow up urban. I'm from left frack. Hood alone will probably get your head tapped. 57 ways to make it out, don't know a good pack. Never was a block boy. All this in the JB. The closest that I got to white girls was playing Jay Z. Leave you on your team to Matt L's. Sam Darnold. I'm checking every pocket at the Oh, let's go. You ready, Loco? Yo, before, that was your intro. Yeah, that's my intro, but you're not real quick. Mm-hmm. When it's running is out now. <laughs> mm. now I mean, right now. Right now. Right now. Debut we'll album that. from local Wobux available everywhere except SoundCloud. Pay me right. That's right. Let's you go. ready? Talk yeah. about it. Get it. Talk ready about, about it. Drop. No, WSJU saying. Radio. Guess who's back? Dropping now. You know what it is. Real Hip Hop Loco. Let's we had Say Koo spitting that fire. My strings hanging at night. That means I'm feeling nice. Give me that energy. Yo, guess who's been zagging his threads with some new J's? Scoop more throwback like IG on a Thursday. Every day the same. Every site that you posted on. So now I'm telling stories while going live. Snap on. Yeah, this is a ghost town. Faded everyone in sight. When I'm on the stage, give me the mic. Yeah, it is a heist. GTA, you're online. This how it's going down. We ain't killing nobody, but damn sure go control the crowd. I used to hold the magic rivers back in 03. Shaky waters ahead. Lord, do not soak me. Cover me in green like Doc Right? Give me the ring, purple joint to keep me in the sky like Justine. Whoa. Never stress when I'm on that 2K. Union on the screen. Please don't talk through Mary Jane. Follow Wayne. Keep the birds flown out of your life. Turning 21, I could give a damn about a wife. Hey. Shorty was wild and getting busy in the clubs. Started Why? tripping, almost spill some handy on my old ones. Whoa. I'm that bartender filling you up, asking who shot you. Ladies dread me when I'm feeling like a shot up. Often defensive about weight, trying to move LBs. But I'm a giant 5'6", socks you at LT. Ooh. And on the DL, I'm a firecracker, not sweet. Not a pen for my hand, still boiling JPP. Charlie been checking for me, the first at 15. Mm. Strictly paper, I don't want no drama. These bars giving you labor like they put on your mama. Stuck in the past, my president, still Obama. Why high, baby, you rocking, your name was an honor. 20 years plus, rest in peace, big papa. The logo is that freak doctor. Cut up a chain, stitch up your buck, 50 proper. Oh, oh that's cool. Oh. Prop, 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 prop. Yo, you want to switch, Loco? Left, right, city, hey, in the let's building. Just, yo, let's just go four for fours. Let's go. Let's right? go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, uh... Boy, tell me, are you really down right? I'm down right when I down left, I down right. And I go down and build up like half pipes. They really know how I get it when the last rights. You go down, you go down, that's all right. But see me, I never go down, gas price. And your shorty looking super bright, highlight. And she see me in the scars, yes, this a highlight. Oh, the highlight, talking about the highlight, uh, what I like. Tell me, what do you like, uh, the crew like, oh, you can't mess with us. Uh, they be trying to clap, but they couldn't step with us. What I like, like to go all night, all night. At your girl, might have gave a long pipe. Woo-wee. Oh. never get the swipe. I'm with the skimmers, and you know all night we gonna swipe. Uh, you know I'm always down to get better. I got the hood on my back, so I don't ever sweat up. Huh. I keep it hot like the V-neck. You know I got long necks, but I don't ever V-neck. Oh. V-neck, I'm in that V-files. X-Files, now I'm about to exile. Anybody come around my way, left frack city, gon' let that thing spray like Renee. Uh, what? They really call that winds? Feeling like a cabin for the way I'm logged in. I feel like Abraham, five on it. If I get the drop, then I'ma slide on it. I said, guess who's Bazak? Hit the block and you know I'm selling that crack. 
selling that crack. Sorry, kiss, this is whack, but I gotta do you like the jersey. Put your name on my back. Oh, she said I'm loco. Oh, I said I'm real. I said you know the feel. She said I know the deal. I said. Hold up, what is it, 12 o'clock? I gotta listen to Mike. And then I get into the poop and then I murder the mic. Your girl a freak, she got no pants on and I got the red shirt. Mike call her Winnie the Pooh and I say, boo, what you trying to do? I'm trying to get a nice threesome and ass a Oh, me and Loco? Yeah, that's the drop. Her name is Winnie cause she trying to honey pot. But the only thing we got in the pot is hot water. They really getting heated and they miss me like the hot water. This beat is still going. Loco still flowing, Mike next to me, Marco, and Max still going. Oh. And now I'm about to go and shoot you just a couple times. Sorry, lady, this is off the top a couple rounds. Uh, we gonna shoot him like the top shotter. I turn into the main black Sean Carter. I turn into the big dude, the whole pen. And you know how we did it, I get close, kid. I'm all black and they call me Luke Cage. And you know she stay on my IG page. Sorry, baby, and I go your weed lace. Never shorty got the lace front, weave lace. Nah, I feel you though, for real. How you feel? When you go to the man and then he try to give you a deal. And you know how I get it and I keep this thing based. Buying kicks from the plug, now I'm really feeling laced. I mean, I'm all up in that window pane. I'm naked tonight, then where's my two chains? Rapper mm. go to the league, nah, nah, me, man. When the sprinter out now, when it's got me hella fame. Hey, we gon' finish it off. It's the city boy. He said two chains, but we really bought that titty. Boy. And I'm here for the city girls. Come around my way if you're trying to get some really pearls. Uh-huh. Nice style, ice style. And I do it Nike town. Mean I'm going to check for you later and I'm going to put you down. Hey. 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 Monster. Let's go. Let's go. Monsters. My man kept going off the beat. He was <laughs> like <laughs> this. Yeah, oh, these are the two best here at WSAU St. John's University. Max, Max, say that one more time, one more time. These two are the best up here at St. John's University WSAU Radio. No one else can compete. That's it. Y'all didn't let me kick no bars, though. I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. You want to talk to him, Mike? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... How was that, Mike? That was amazing. I really enjoyed that. Don't make me pick a winner because I can't. Nah, nah there's no winners. <laughs> we all winners. That's Facts. Tough. Nah, the toughest this, dudes up here. This has been great vibes, man. You're doing an awesome show up here, bro. I appreciate that for a real. lot, man. And I want to thank you for coming here tonight, WSA. Much Radio, love. St. John's yeah, University. Bro. My man, yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Hip-hop Shout out Mike. to everyone. Hey, bro. Man, uh, St. John's always showing me mad love. Shout out to the St. John's basketball team going crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody, man. I love yeah. St. John's. I love Queens. That's right. Yo, just shoot up to the engine York. room whenever, bro. You invited. You already oh, know. Oh, word? Yeah, you already know. I'm going to call Buddha. You know I'm going to call Buddha. Bro, yo, he <laughs> right now, bro. He already knows. You see the steel sessions at, bro? That's the steel There you go. Right we might end up at engine rooms tonight. We'll find out, Let's man. Yep. It's going to be a situation. Thanks again, Hip Hop Mike, coming on. Anything else you want to add? Um, Shout out to Guacamole. Shout out to everybody that's in my live that's showing love. Um, You know, we here, man. 12 to 6 a.m. on Hot 97 fighting a good fight, trying to do great things. Big fact. That's right. And everyone's going to be listening. Everyone tune in to Mike's show. Appreciate Hip-hop it. Hip Hop Mike's show every night, midnight. I'm trying to wild out for the youth, bro. I'm really trying to wild out that's, for the youth, that's man. Right. So, wait, that, that's every night from midnight to 6 a.m.? Right? Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday. Tuesday yeah. through Friday. Yeah. You know, see, I know that. I want to make sure everybody else knows <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday you, through Friday. Yeah, but since we 
on live. We on live. When are we gonna get uh, that Seiko and Loco record playing on on your oh, radio show? Yeah, I don't know. Let's yeah, hear the record. Yeah, I, I can't play that freestyle, yeah, but send me some records. What's up? Yeah, yeah, you know we got some. I just want I want you to put that on record. That's why. You know <laughs> course, how I do up here. We put in the work first. It's, it's all good. You know I like it. Yeah. Not for nothing. If y'all want to come by and visit the station, like hang out sometime, y'all more than welcome. That, that I could definitely put on the record. We appreciate it. All love, man. Nah, real talk, man. I'm really I'm trying to change the energy in the city, man. The city's energy is a little thrown out of whack and I think I think there's a lot that we could do with it and I'm just fighting a good fight man and I appreciate every every single supporter means the world for real for real because That's I don't have right. a lot of good people around so it's like to have good people in the streets talking the talk and you know walking the walk it means the world yes. you already know thanks again Hip Hop Mike coming through tonight yeah. thank you my man much love you already know and I want to give a few shout outs shout out to everyone who's listening shout out to Hip Hop Mike shout out to Loco Sekou Shout out to DJ Marco. We got our show Wednesday nights, 9.30, 11 p.m. New show. Shout out to my man Jordan and Poppy in the back filming. Shout out to everyone listening behind the glass. Made a couple announcements. We got Chuck Chill Out coming on my show for a phone interview. Monday wait a second, wait a second. You got Chuck Chill Out on this show? Next next Monday night. No. I told you, man, the real Max. Y'all bro, got it's Chuck just real Chill for out. a reason, bro. I might Legend. have to come up here to just break Chuck Chill Out. You get that? <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome to. Just break the cojones, man. I like Before we go, I got to say, shout out Chuck Chill Out, man. There, there are a few people that are truly genuine, that really love this ish, that are really like, you know, they stay real to themselves. And Chuck Chill Out is definitely that dude, man. Definitely. That's you're gonna have a great conversation with him, and that's a perfect guy for you to talk to being a hip hop head. So yeah. I respect me. BLS, he's on Saturday nights, ten to eleven PM. He is. Who you think records that show? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's my guy, man. Chuck for real. Chuck is like he gonna tell you no space music, man. He he didn't not about the trap. He like that's the thing, man. I like I'll say this. There's a lot of DJs out here that they they just stand next to certain artists or certain people because they feel like if I'm next to them, it'll help the career. And it does. You know, Drake Drake doing records with certain artists does keep him hot. But it's like the people that are truly genuine to what they love, it's it's different. And, like, honestly, bro, like, in the grand scheme, like, it's, it's one of the things that I don't love about being on radio is that to be super successful in radio specifically, you almost have to be willing to compromise your morals a little bit and, like, really mess with certain people that you might not really love. And, like, you know, that's it makes me want to go into management more and more every day. But, like, the people like Chuck Chill Out, like K Slay, like Red Alert, yeah. bro. Red Alert. That, cool that they, Red Alert. they live for it. Like, K Slay comes in, bro. He plays on CDs. Like, any DJ out there, they, he doesn't touch a laptop. You understand? Yeah. Wow. You have to love this stuff. And, like, man, Chuck Chill Out is, is that guy on a thousand. So, big up to Chuck. Big up to him and big up to you. You're leading the youth. I mean, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Wow, you're doing more than trying. Bro, it it's, it's a crazy fight, bro, but but I'm definitely trying, man, and, and the support means the world. Absolutely. Thank you again, Hip Hop Mike, coming up Thank here. Thank y'all. We're closing out next Appreciate Monday you. night, but we on Wednesday night. You're on Wednesday night, that's right. 9.30 p.m., we'll let you know who the guest is. ASAP, Instagram, at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Give me your Instagram, Hip Hop Mike. At Hip Hop Mike, M-I-K-E. Holla at me on that gram. I'm going to follow everybody back. S-I-S-A-K-U, S-I-A-H-S-A-Y-K-U. At New Black Soul, everything spelled correctly, you know how we do it. And again, you know, I got to be a little extra. When a Sprinter is out now and available everywhere, it's your boy Loco. That's right, baby. You can follow me at DJ Marco Music on Instagram. Salute to everybody here that's in the building. The Real Max, the foundation for putting this uh, all together. Oh, Hip-hop we Hip Hop Mike. I just want to make sure cool we get for this coming one. in. Loco. Yeah. My man behind the back in the camera, man. New York City, this is what we do. WSJU Radio. Have a good night. Thank you for tuning in. Hey. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, yeah. To you, Don Cartagena, solemnly swear to take this game of hip hop. Yeah. As your lawfully wedded wife, through sickness and health, till death do you part. I do. Alright then. You now may spit on the brow. I bet you thought I left you hanging. Joe Crack returns banging. With something brand spanking. What the fuck was y'all thinking? Blow out your tweeters. Have dinner with world leaders. Terror squad. Someone say recaps with dark seasons. Fast cars and millimeters.